And we wanted to thank today's sponsors brought to you by Anchor.fm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's completely no charge. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, where it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and many more. Guys, it's everything you need to make a podcast. Honestly, it just takes for you to really get started. Go ahead and download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm and look forward to seeing you create your show. Yes. Welcome to the How to Be a Grown-Up podcast. My name is Eric Andrus, and this is my show. I'm an educator, a family man, a fitness lover, and a guy that's just dedicated to helping you live your best life. The goal of my podcast is to share inspiring stories from the most brilliant minds in education, world-class athletes, and influential individuals on the planet to help young people find out what makes great people great. So whether you're a student in my classroom, a scholar from around the country, or just someone who's a kid at heart, get ready for cutting-edge, non-run-of-the-mill content to help you be the best grown-up you can be. So without further ado, let's learn how to be a grown-up. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Whenever you're joining me, I'm really glad that you're here. My name is Eric Andrus, and this is the How to Be a Grown-Up podcast, a show that I created for you, my wonderful young scholars, to help you remember that you have a birthright to be happy, to be healthy, and to live an absolutely extraordinary life. Today, I have an absolute wonderful conversation to bring to you. I got a chance to sit down with a beautiful heart-centered spirit. Her name is Brie Marie. She's a philosopher. She's a motivator. She's a positive online presence, and she is an author in the making. I'm going to tell you a lot more about Brie at the top of our conversation, but Really here at the top of our podcast, I wanted to take a minute and just talk to you a little bit about why I was so interested in having Bree on the show with me today. Now, as I walk around my darkened South Minneapolis neighborhood here and I listen to the hustle and bustle of the cars pass by, I'm thinking really about the ever-growing tension that I'm seeing on social media. I reached out to Brie to be on the show because she stood in some stark contrast to what I see so often on social media. So often I see people not only espousing their ideological viewpoints, not only going out of their way to share with people their thoughts and their beliefs on different topics of the day, but really making it a point to belittle others who don't agree with them, making it a point to name call, making it a point to express hatred and bigotry and ignorance. Now, I get that this is kind of the tenor of the conversation in America today. I get 
that name-calling is kind of the way that we've been going. I get that whether you associate with the liberal movement or the conservative, conservative movement, as this election has progressed forward, it's become more and more socially acceptable to badmouth and to put down the people around you whose views might not line up with yours. I encourage you this week, ladies and gentlemen, be more like Brie. Be a person who seeks to bring people together. Be a person who decides that other people are more than their political labels, are more than their gender identifications, are more than the gods that they worship or don't, are more than the jobs they have or their socioeconomic backgrounds, are more than their skin color. The people that surround you on a daily basis are more than all of those labels. They are people who deserve kindness. They're people who deserve your support. They are people who want the exact same things that you do. They want to feel loved. They want to feel accepted. They want to feel hopeful for their future. They want to know that their children or their loved ones will be safe and have the poten potential for success themselves. So folks, as we move forward this week, as you progress into your next seven days, try to emulate the example that Brie Marie sets forth. Try to be that light in people's lives, even if you are exhausted, even if it's inconvenient to do so. Go out of your way to be a walking example of kindness. Go out of your way to be the compassionate individual that you wish was walking into your day. See what kind of beautiful things that brings into your life. See what kind of joy that that starts to spread in your everyday. I know that a lot of times we end up focusing on what we want. You know, and that's not a terrible thing. But if you truly want to see your deepest and most wild desires manifested in your life, give of yourself wholeheartedly to others and you'll start to see those desires fulfilled. When you give love, you get love. When you give hope, you get hope. When you give teachings and guidance, you receive that in return. It's time for us to set aside this negativity. It's time for us to set aside this hatred. It's time for us to start moving beyond angry Facebook quotes and crappy things being said on Twitter. It's time for us to move beyond terrible YouTube videos belittling other people. It's time for us to remember that we are truly all the same. We truly are are people that, that, that are comprised of a divine spark of being, are people that are comprised of the exact same things. So folks, uh, just a little bit of housekeeping here as the show progresses on. Uh, look, I love doing this podcast. I love bringing you the messages, the words, and the wisdom of the beautiful people that I get a chance to chat with on a regular basis. But I don't make a dime off of this. 
So one of the things that you could really do to help me out, one of the things that you could do to help me spread these messages to more people who need to hear them is to leave a positive review on whatever platform you are on. If you could leave a review, it would make a world of difference. Secondly, if you or someone you know is making a positive change in the lives of the people around you in your community, I want to hear from you. Uh, please email me at howtobeagrownuppodcast at gmail.com. All right, without further ado, let's talk to Bree Marie and learn how to be a grown-up. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once more to another episode of How to Be a Grown-Up Podcast. My name is Eric Andres. I am your host. And in case you forgot, this is the show that I created to help you remember that you have a birthright to be happy, to be healthy, and to live absolutely extraordinary lives. Today, it is my humble and profound privilege to welcome Brie Marie to the show today. Miss Marie is a Renaissance woman in every sense of the word. Brie could be described in a lot of different ways, but I believe the way that you could really best describe her would be spiritual explorer. An enlightened soul in a society that's drowning in darkness, Brie has dedicated her life to bringing more joy and more empowerment to those that follow her social media presence online. Having been spurred on by an early heartbreak, Brie has dedicated herself to being a constant traveler on the path to self-empowerment, love, and hope. She has in turn used those gifts to bring her infectious and loving energy to the online sphere with beautiful videos and powerful writings that bring profound joy to all that tune into them. So on top of all this, she's also an author in the making and also just an awesome person to boot. In the coming months, Brie is also going to be constructing her first online course and releasing her first book. It is such a gift and such a joy to welcome the effervescent, the life-filled, the love-filled, the light-filled Brie Marie to the show. Brie, thanks for joining me. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was so beautiful. Thank you for that introduction. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I want to start off with this question. You know, if I was one of my young scholars sitting in my classroom listening to this, I would have heard all the kind of cool different stuff, all the cool different paths that you've been walking down. And I might go like, I have no idea what I would call that. So when you're out and about and you're meeting someone new at a party, how exactly do you tell them what your passions are, what you do for a living? Yeah, so I I jump right into it. Like I, at first I was super nervous to really share about myself and yeah. it's the light inside of you that you're so scared of to share with other people but it's that light that people are so drawn to so once I started realizing that hey like if I want to put myself out to the world and I want them to know what I'm doing I've got to actually share that you yeah. know and, and so I really was just like yeah I desire to empower people and show them that they are worth so much and they have this gift inside of themselves and to not just keep it inside them you know like we all have something different we all are a piece of the puzzle and why just hold on to it for yourself and I really just when 
I, I love talking to people. I yeah. love having conversations with people everywhere that I go. I'm a social butterfly. So it's very easy for me to just spark up a conversation with people. I really like to know what they're up to, you know, and seeing what their drive is in life and maybe even knocking on some doors where they find new things, you know? Yeah. And, and I just like, I question, I, I love questions. So I'm really just, I just share, I share yeah. my story. Um, it's all about sharing your story. And when you share your, your story, other people like can relate to that. And then you can just have a conversation back and forth about what you are up to in the world or what you do want to accomplish in the world. That's so awesome. And I'd, I'd love to dive even deeper into that story. You know, when yeah. we had a conversation on the phone a couple of weeks ago, um, I was really inspired by your origin story. And I'd, I'd love to bring your su superhero origin story of sorts to the ears of my young listeners today. So, you know, I'd love to know, where did you begin on this journey? Um, I know we spoke a little bit about it before, but if you wouldn't mind rehashing a little bit, because I think it's something that that they would really benefit from hearing. Of course, of course. So I was a junior in high school. So I was a junior in high school. I dated this guy who I absolutely thought that he was amazing. And I'm not saying that he's not amazing now. Mm -hmm. um, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Just at this time, him and I were reflecting like the worst parts of ourselves to each yeah. other. And we brought up such icky things for each other and we didn't know how to like handle it ourselves that we put it on the other person. Yeah. And we, we were just not a great couple at all. Very toxic, had a lot of growing to do. Um, I, at this time period, like I didn't really know my worth like at all. I felt like I needed this guy for me to live or like I needed this guy just in my life in general. Like I let go of all my friends. Um, like at this time period, um, he was in a way insecure about me hanging out with other people, thinking mm. that I was going to be um, flirting with other guys or things like that. And it was like, hey, like, I'm with you. Like, why would I do that? Like, I just want friends. I'm in high school, you know, but um, I listened and I remained in this box of just staying with him and listening to him. And um, in doing that, I lost all my friends. Nobody really wanted to talk to me anymore. Everybody like saw that I was changing. It was just like, Hey, like she, she's with this guy. Like there's nothing that can really change anymore. Um, or nothing that we can do. And obviously it was my choice, you know, to sure. let go, but I didn't want to let go. I just, I felt like I needed him. And it got to this point where I, like I said, I didn't know my worth. Um, I was getting called very negative names by him that I don't get called at all anymore. Sure, I don't even yeah. saying the words, you know? Um, so yeah, I was getting called very negative names that broke me down inside and I didn't have enough power to, I did have enough power, but at this time period, it didn't feel like I did. So I was just breaking myself down more and more and more to the point where I just didn't want to be living on the planet anymore. I literally was contemplating my suicide and just like yeah. taking myself off the planet. Um, I was bawling my eyes out, screaming. My mom was like, Bree, like, what's going on? Like, are you okay? Do you need me to call him? Like, do I need to take you to a hospital? Like, it was like very 
like when I look back, it looks very traumatizing. Like, whoa, like who is that girl that was right there? Because I'm so different now, but I had to go through that to really get me to here in a way. And, um, yeah. So as I'm going through that process of not wanting to be here on the planet, I'm looking in the mirror, like directly, like I have tears streaming down my face and I see like red marks on my face and everything. And I'm just staring myself in the eyes and I'm like hearing both of these thoughts, like two thoughts are saying like, one's like, do it, do it. Like you're not worth it. And the other's like, no, like, don't do it. Like you, you've got something to share with the world. And I'm like, I'm just looking at the thoughts. Like at first I was clinging to the thoughts, like thinking I was the thoughts. Yeah. And then I, I started hearing them just talking back and forth. And I was like, wait, these aren't me. Like who's that talking? Like, that's not me because I, I, I started realizing like myself, you know, and just seeing it. And I started laughing, like, like my tears, like just left my face. And I was like, wait, I don't have to listen to those thoughts. Yeah. And I went to the internet. Um, I went to Google and typed in like, what are thoughts? And it's so funny. Like, it's just so simple. Hey, Look our up- journeys start somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. And it's all the question and it's the choice of what do you do next? You yeah. know, what, what, what's next? Absolutely. And so I went to the internet, searched what are thoughts. I came to this school that was, um, it's called University of Metaphysics and I got my bachelor's degree in it and it, we talk all about meditation, uh, how we have the power inside of our minds to really create whatever we want in life, you know? And mm-hmm. it was just so um, extraordinary for me to see that there's people out here who are helping other people see like, hey, like these thoughts aren't yours. You don't have to listen yeah. to those. You're worth so much in life. And yeah, I, I went to that school, made it all the way, and it was incredible and I give profound gratitude to that experience that I went through because I made it through that and now I'm sharing my gift with the world saying like hey like these thoughts aren't yours we're just creating stories inside of our head guys none of that is us (laughs) absolutely that was beautifully and powerfully put and I I want to touch on a couple of the things that you just said and first, ladies and gentlemen listening at home, one of the things that I hope that that Bree has imparted upon you is that you are a person of profound worth. No matter what heartbreak or heartache or obstacles or roadblocks you have faced over the course of your young life, you are a person that is entirely unique in the entire scope and span of human history. And I know that a lot of times we look at ourselves and say, like, but I'm not perfect, I'm not this, or I'm not that, or I don't have, you know, uh, the grace or uh, whatever of this person or that person. But I want you to understand this unequivocal, immutable, undebatable truth. You, all of you, your flaws, your mistakes, your imperfections, the love that resides inside you, your successes and your passions all make up who you are, and you are someone of worth. Secondly, if you are a young woman stuck in a relationship that makes you feel 
like less than the person of worth than you that you are. Our society has, for some reason, decided that young women shouldn't have a voice. They've decided that if young women are loud, that it's gross. Hear, uh, hear me as an adult male tell you this, the person that typically would be oppressing you, hear me tell you this, be gross. Be the person that stands up, be the person that's loud, be the person that decides, I'm gonna get to decide what I do with my body. It doesn't matter if you decide to label me a slut or prude. I get to be the person that is in charge of me and make that conscious uncoupling, not only from the significant other that is destroying the essence of who you are, but also a conscious uncoupling from the expectations of other people. And understand that you have all of the love, all of the power, all of the energy inside you right now that you'll ever need to feel validated, to feel safe, and to feel hopeful. So thank you for making mention of those things. Uh, uh, those are so powerful, so important. Those were, that was so beautiful, the way that you expressed all that. Because, I mean, even expectations, that's something that I had such a challenge with through life, is like wanting to be something that someone else wanted me to be when really that it wasn't who I was. So yeah. why am I trying to be what they want when I'm just what I am and I'm a gift to someone. So why do I have to be what they want? If they want something different, they can go somewhere else. You know, they don't need me in their life for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And folks, look, we manifest in our lives what we exude to others and what we tell to ourselves you know, here's something that I haven't shared really on the podcast all that much. I've talked about struggles that I've had, particularly in my teen years, but I will tell you, for me, food has been a struggle. You know, this is something that has been a constant ongoing battle for me since I was little, and I know where it comes from. I know that part of it was uh, the fact that food was very much tied and weight was very much tied to a conditional sense of love in my uh, family of origin. But it's just as Brie was saying, as soon as we make that uncoupling from other people's expectations, we can start to flourish for who we are. We can start to recognize the beautiful things that we bring to the world. Every time you subtract negativity from your life, you make open space for positive energy to come in there. And I know that a lot of you in my classroom, and I know that a lot of you listening at home, have heartache, have negative stuff, have real terrible frightening things in your life that I can barely start to fathom. But as soon as you make the conscious purposeful decision, the conscious purposeful decision folks to remove some of that, even, even the first step, the first little bit, remove that, you will see that that will start to be filled with abundance. You will see that that, that, that as soon as you decide that you are responsible for the energy you bring into not only your space, but the space of the people around you, you will see that start to be filled with love. Yes. So. And that that's seriously one of the biggest things that happened for me right in the beginning is realizing like, hey, some of the people that I'm surrounding myself with, I really don't want to be like I just hang out with them because, oh, I hung out with them through high school yeah. and I've been hanging out with them for so long. But what are they doing for my growth? You know, like it just feels like I'm holding myself here because I've been with them for so long. But I'm not progressing in any way. We're doing the same thing over and over and over again. So what am I going to get next year? I'm going to get the same thing. But if I choose to do something different and really add 
or subtract something, it's going to add something else. And the one thing that I subtracted from my life was partying all the time. Yeah, I partied all the time. All I did was drink. And I mean, there were drugs around me all the time. And I would always do it. It was just normal. Like I didn't see it as like anything bad. And I'm not saying that it is bad, but it wasn't helping me get to where I wanted to be right now. And, um, as soon as I let go of that, I stayed home all the time and I read books and I watched <laughs> documentaries and that was the added growth that I needed Absolutely. that the partying was filling up. But now all this stuff filled it up and it just felt so amazing to release that. And it, it was funny because I had people still texting me for a little bit like, Hey, like, Oh, you know where the parties are. Like, like, can we meet up on Friday? And I'm like, I'm actually staying home and I'm reading tonight. And like, after a while, like, well, they were like, wait, what? Like you're reading? Like, I didn't even know you could read, you know? <laughs> and then after a while they started realizing like, oh, she's like actually serious about this. Mm -hmm. And then they dropped out of my life and I was happy with it because I didn't want that in my world anymore. And it felt so good. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you touched on a really important point. Um, there's this wonderful author and spiritualist that I'm sure you're familiar with, um, Ram Dass, uh, yes. that uh, back when he was uh, still called Richard Alpert, for those of you that don't know, there's this awesome spiritualist, Ram Dass, who was originally a Harvard professor, a contemporary of Tim Leary, uh, the guy that did the, like, uh, tune in, drop out, or however that goes. Um <laughs> And he spoke about why he stopped using psychedelics and why he stopped using drugs and why he stopped drinking was he said he would reach these peak beautiful moments while he was partying, while he was high. And then eventually he wasn't high anymore and he was hung over <laughs> and he kept reaching higher and higher, trying to find that beautiful sense of truth again that he had found in, uh, in drugs and he realized it was solely fleeting. And he decided to dedicate his journey to figuring out how he could literally be high on the love of, of himself, on the love that is shared in this, this communal experience that we all take part in every day. That he could wake up in the morning and truly live an enlightened life. And so understand, ladies and gents, I know... You know, as Brie was saying, there is no judgment here. There is no judgment around partying. There is no judgment around the ingesting of uh, substances. I hope that you are safe. But one of the things that I want you to understand is that I get why you take part in that to shut off your brain. I get why you take part in that to cloud out that heartbreak, to turn off the sadness that you experience on a daily basis. But understand that there's a way to do that permanently. There's a way to do that for good. And yes, you might have to, as Ms. Marie was saying, you might have to cut some people out of your life that you don't hate. You might have to cut some people out of your life that you still have a lot of love for. But if you can understand that by making that sacrifice, by making that change, that you are actively working towards releasing that sadness and becoming the person that you deserve to be, it'll be worth it. Yes, definitely. So I have two more questions here for you. But Please. first, I want to just take a second 
and I want to acknowledge you, and I want to say two words that I'm sure you don't hear nearly enough, and that's just thank you. Mm. You dedicate so much of your time to bringing such a warm and a loving and a compassionate online presence in a time in our society in which so much of culture is dominated by the lowest common denominator that we get so obsessed with whatever new celebrity said something crappy about some other celebrity on Jimmy Fallon this week, you have decided to stand in this beautiful stark contrast against that, and you have inspired thousands of people around the world because of your example. And I know that you may kind of be going like, well, you know, I'm one person at home doing this thing. But I hope you understand the kind of spiritual revolution that you are already starting. So for the gifts that you've given my life, for the gifts that you've given the lives of so many, thank you. I really appreciate it. That really means so much to me. I, Yeah, and I'm so grateful for everything that you're doing as well because this Thanks. is this is huge, you know? Like, kids need this. Like, we all need this. Like, this, this is something that I want to watch, you know? And like you like you told me before this like i wish that i had this in my in my school whenever i was younger cuz i didn't know what i was doing with my oh. life and god it's just amazing like when someone can really like step up and be like no like i'm taking charge and i'm doing this um so yeah thank you well i received your kind words so thank you so yeah. my second to last question is this like I said before, you bring such a light and effervescent energy to the things that you do. For so many of my kids that live in kind of a perpetual state of both internal and external violence, it can feel like a lot of darkness is around them. If they want to start along uh, their path, their journey towards bringing more positive energy into their day-to-day -day lives, where might you suggest they start? So, for me... I really, <laughs> this is it's funny. Um, I, I went to the internet, honestly. Yeah. The internet is huge for all of us kids these days and adults, you know, like we're all going to the internet and I find all my friends on the internet and I meet them in person. I'm just like, wow, like I, I know I could have met you like in physical reality, but like meeting you online and then meeting you in person feels so much better for some reason because like you knew who I was on the yeah. internet already you knew like in a way everything about me where I didn't have to show you it in person and I know that showing it in person is incredible as well oh, but yeah. it's amazing when when the people in a way get attracted to you by everything that you share online and you find friends just like that like it it does get a lot more challenging when you walk in just to the regular world and you've got to find those people who really uh, love the stuff that you're into. And I mean, maybe you don't have to find them. They do get attracted to you, you know, but um, the internet is where I went. Like I yeah. started just sharing my story online and then so many people were like, Oh my God, like I'm totally into all the stuff that you share. Like, I, I don't have any friends in my world like you. Like, can we be friends? And I'm like, uh, heck yeah, because I don't have any either. And now my whole world, everybody is like full of this stuff. Like, I I really don't have anybody who's not into what I'm into. Yeah. But when I didn't have these people, I it I felt lonely, you know? Like yeah. I, I was just 
lost inside my mind of like, how do I find these people? Like I just let go of all my friends and nobody thinks like me. And I just went to the internet, like created an Instagram, uh, and was just sharing photos that I was into of Facebook. Like I also, that's another thing that I let, I, (laughs) I let go of everybody from my high school that was on my Facebook because I wasn't really finding any joy in any of their posts. And then I searched for what I was into in groups. I searched for groups, joined the groups and found people's postings and added them. And it just felt amazing to connect with people who were into the same things that you were. So yeah, the internet, I will say holds one of the biggest communities of where you can find anything. (laughs) No, that's a amazing. And, and I want to touch on two things that you said. One folks understand this simple little computer that you have in your pocket that none of us really use for calling anymore, but (laughs) It is a powerful tool. I know that all too often the internet can be this morass of sadness and 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 mud and 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 darkness and hatred and trolling. But there's also a lot of amazing people in these small unvacuumed corners of the internet just waiting to share their passions with you. And it doesn't necessarily need to be healing. It doesn't necessarily need to be uh, you know, stuff like the topic we're talking about. If you're really into robotics, there are tons of people there that are, are going to be so excited to talk to you about the schematics of whatever new thing that you're working on. If you're really into trying to improve your 100 meter dash, you are going to find people all around the globe that are excited to help you break down what you could be doing better. So know that that possibility is right there on your iPhone, folks. And secondly, something that you said really stuck out. You were working to to attract these people into your life. You were taking active steps. A lot of times, folks, we make the assumption that goodness will come in our life if we just don't exude anything. Understand that there's this wonderful quote by Jim Rohn, kind of one of the OG self-help speakers of all time. Always bring increase to everybody that you meet. So it doesn't matter what the social standing of the person that you meet is. It can be a cashier or a CEO. It can be a a dude begging for change on the subway or someone who is trading millions of dollars on the stock market. If you can actively do something small to improve the quality of their day, you will see that come back to you in a flood of love, of money, of hope of friends. It has astounded me in my own life in the small ways that that has come back to me, the kind of joy that has permeated every element of my life. As soon as I started taking these kind of steps, as Brie was talking about here, as soon as I started actively trying to bring increase into the lives of other people, that was when I got a chance to go back to school. The opportunity just opened up. That was when I got a chance to get my teaching license, when I got a chance to start working with kids, when I got a chance to meet my wife, when I got a chance through my wife to have two beautiful children. We have these opportunities that the universe is screaming at us to take. Sometimes we need to open our ears and we need to open our eyes and realize that the the only way that 
that we can really take a hold of that brass ring is simply by bringing more joy and more love to others. So yes. absolutely. Here's my last question for you. Yes. So as we were talking a little bit about before the podcast, I started this show because I feel like our schools were failing our young people to give them the things that are foundational and tantamount to what it means to be a grown-up. So what does being a grown-up mean to you? Yeah, so being a grown-up means to me really stepping in your power, knowing who you are, showing up in the world as you, and not holding back at all. And it's not just about paying bills or having a job or anything like that. It's about being you and fully stepping into that and striving to be better than you were the day before, just growing and growth and growth. And that's, that's something that I do every single day. And as you mature in your mind, you, you just, you find sources everywhere that, like you said, um, help you in yeah. life and guide you on your path. And yeah, I feel like being a grown up is just fully being in you and knowing who you are, not letting anybody else tell you who you are and just going on your path, listening to your own self, listening to your own voice and just being you. Bree, you are truly a gift. Um, if my kids are interested in finding your social media and uh, being inspired by what you do, where should they look? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Awake Alive Aware. And I also have a Facebook group. It's also Awake Alive Aware. And you can share anything that you're going through. Um, it's just a place where you can share your story and feel like you're connected to someone and know that there's someone else out there who can help you or guide you or just share possibilities of what can go next. And um, yeah, I also have a website. It's briemarie.life where I have blogs and writings. And like you said in the beginning, I am coming out with a book and a course very soon. The date should be up shortly. So those should be up. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. So yeah. I'm so amped for both. Well, um, I'm going to wrap up here, but uh, if you wouldn't mind hanging out for just another little bit. Heck yeah. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another compassionate, actionable, advice-filled conversation here on How to Be a Grown-Up Podcast. Stick around, folks, because I have got a couple of takeaways for you. What a beautiful conversation with just a wonderful powerhouse for change in this world. Here's my takeaways, ladies and gentlemen. You get a chance to carve out the destiny that you want. Make it a positive one. Even if the people around you are trying to tear you down, even if you see the world descending into darkness like it feels sometimes, still be that walking example of compassion and hope and know that it will bring joy into your life tenfold. All right, guys, I've been Eric Andrus. This has been the How to Be a Grown-Up Podcast. And until next time, do not forget that you have a birthright to be happy, to be healthy, and to live an absolutely extraordinary life. All right, I'm